0: Harvacha bechol Ma'ase yedehem biriut health happiness prosperity and much nachat from their children may they enjoy many years of shalom bayit uh, tranquility and peace of mind amen the amen daf lamidhe today's daf is being studied ledu neshmat morzekeni yosef ben zara v'maratzekenati yafan batzara v'du neshmat. Abraham bin Estiru, Hashem bin Himbe Amen. is being for بن Moshe The Hayav Al-Ma'ase There are certain situations where if his Shor did the damaging, he would be Hayav. Where if he, the person did the same exact damage, would be Patur. And then you have the opposite, where he would be Patur if his Shor did it, but if he did it himself, he would be Hayav. Now the Mishnah goes on to explain. Ketzad, what's the case? Shoroshibiyish. Let's say uh, his ox embarrassed somebody. The Gemara will explain how do you have a case where an ox embarrasses somebody, but let's say shorah should be a guy's ox embarrass somebody Patur. <laughs> so the rule is that a shor the owners do not have to pay for boshet. However, who should beish hayav. However, if he uh, embarrassed the owner himself, of course he has to pay. As we know, Adam, if he embarrasses somebody, he has to pay for the bullshit. But a shor that embarrasses, the owner does not have to pay. Similarly, the Gemara says, Shoro, shesime et en avdo. Let's say a guy's ox uh, blinded the eye of the master's slave. vipil et shino. Or knocked out its tooth. Patur. Meaning the owner does not have to free the slave if the shor knocked out its tooth or eye. However, But the owner himself, if he blinded the eye of his slave or knocked out his tooth, he is obligated to free him. So you see these cases over here is a case where Adam would be hayav but shor would be patur. The other gives the reverse cases. u <laughs> hayaf. which means let's say a shor damaged the mother or father of its owner. The shor has an owner, right? So the shor gored the mother or father of its owner. Two human beings, the mother and the father, he gored it. So, of course, the owner has to pay Tashlumin, because it's sure damaged. However, but a regular person that damages and gives a wound to his mother and father, patur, does not have to pay for damages. Why? Because when a person gives a wound to his parents, he dies for that. And the Halakha says, you get the stricter of the two punishments, as the rule is, so therefore, the shore that damages his master's parents would pay. However, if a person damages his parents, he doesn't have to pay, because he dies for that, because there's an onesh of Mita. Similarly, let's say a shor lit a fire on Shabbat and burnt a a field down. Hayav. So the owners have to pay. she points out you pay Hatsi Neze, because a shor burning a field is Mishunneh. So therefore, it's like kidding. and therefore you pay hatsi nezik. Vehu shidika pe Shabbat patur. But a human being that lights a field up on Shabbat is going to be patur from paying. Why? Because he's mechalal Shabbat, and what she's mechalal Shabbat, when he's hayav mitaf and the Shabbat. He doesn't have to pay for the damages. So that's the two cases or the few cases of our Mishnah. Comes the Gemara, begins Tani Rabbi Abahu, kamed Rabbi Yochanan peturin. When it comes to melechet Shabbat, any type of melacha that's done on Shabbat in a destructive manner that's mekalkelin is patur. Which means on Shabbat to be have it has to be a constructive act. But if a person does any of the thirty-nine melachot, but he does it in a destructive manner, so the law is he's patur. So the Gebelah says, except for two items, except for the case of Melechet Choveel, Choveel means somebody that makes a wound, ومفعير. and for that matter, somebody that makes a fire. In these two Melechot, even if a person did them in a mikalkel way, in a destructive way, he is indeed going to be Hayav. The question is, why is that so? Well, first of all, we know that the Torah gives an explicit Heter, to circumcise a child on the eighth day. Even if it comes out on Shabbat. Now, making a lit mira is a chabbalah. You're making a wound on the child. So, from the fact that you needed the Torah to explicitly matir it, must be that without the iter, it's patur, even though it's kilkul. So you see that what? That kilkul by habbalah normally would be asur the Torah. But what? In the case of Milah it's different. But you see that kilkul by habbalah is asur. Similarly, when it comes to making a fire, the Torah comes along and says, let's say you have a, per- a certain person that's hayav mitat serifah. There's certain punishments that are hayav mitat beddin. Serifah is one of the punishments of bedin. So the Torah teaches us, we have a special scheme to teach us that let's say a bat kohen, the daughter of a queen, committed znut, the law is she gets serefa, that the Torah teaches us you don't do it on Shabbat. Now even though that type of serefa would be a kilkul. So you see that what? That from the fact you need a pasuk to come and tell me, that you don't give the punishment of bat kohen, serefa on Shabbat, must be a tersud, mena Torah. So therefore, mikalkel behava'ala would be hayav. So therefore for example, let's say a person would burn a keli, Right, you birth to kill It's destructive, doesn't matter. So again, the two exceptions to the kilkul rule, according to the braita, are Khovel, and even if a person makes a habbalah a wound, in a destructive manner, he's going to be hayat, and for that matter, mav'ir. So comes Gibran and says, Ammar when the Yohanan heard this braita, he said, Puk tane go say this braita outside, which means, we don't accept this braita. Khovelu mav'ir, ena mishnah. This b'raita that says Choveel and Ma'amid are exceptions, is not a legitimate b'raita. And therefore, Choveel and Ma'amid, are like everything else. It's only hayav when it's done in a constructive manner. Deemtim Seyid Omar Mishnah. And if you want to say that these um, milachot are going to be hayav, it's only in the case as follows where you're making a habbalah where you need the blood. Also, that's constructive. What do you need the blood for? To feed it to your dog. So, so that type of habbalah will be permissible, will be asur on Because it's a constructive habbalah because you need the blood to the dog. And making a fire, the only type of fire will be is where you need the ashes. So therefore, that's considered a... مِكَلْكَلْ Granted, you are مِكَلْكَلْ But it's Al-Meinat But a total kilkul will be patur. So again, Rabbi Abu tried to say that what? That even if it's a total مِكَلْكَلْ There are two exceptions. Habbalah and Mavir are exceptions. To that, Hanan said, no, that the only time Habbalah and uh, Mavir, if you were you know, it'll be hayab only if you needed it for a constructive purpose, that you you damage somebody and you let blood because you need the blood to give to your dog, or you burn something because you need the ashes. Comes again gemara as a question according to the and Tenam we learned in our mishnah. Soro shehid like tekadish hayav. Person's ox burnt a field on Shabbat, so the owner has to pay. Vehu shehid like but if he himself, the owner, burnt a field on Shabbat, patur. Why is he patool? As after pekos, we said he's chayav mita. So he chayav mita. So Kimne b'derebaminem. So give us v'ketani who dumiyad shoro. The fact that we're comparing a case of a person and his donkey seems the cases are similar. Ma shoro de lo kabael Just like the case of the shor must be talking about where he burnt the field and the short doesn't need the ashes so similarly the case of the man burning the field must be a case where he doesn't need the ashes and it still says what, well, even though he doesn't need the ashes he's patur from paying because he's hayab mitah so you see even in the case where the guy burnt the field and doesn't need the ashes which is a total kilkul cool, he's still hayab mitah so that goes against the biyohanan because here we see from Amishnah that he, a total kilkul Cool by Bi'ud Is going to be Hayab That's why he doesn't have to pay Because since he's getting the death penalty So that's why he's thinking, that's a question against the Give Allah says Don't bring it out from our Mishnah Because I'll say that the case of the Shor Is similar to the case of the person oh, The case of the man burning the field That was told he needs the ashes so, too, the case of the shor can be also talking about a case where he needs the ashes. So, so therefore, uh, th- 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 he needs the ashes, that's why he's hayav, because it's a kilkul, but it's constructed because you need the ashes. And similarly, in the case of a shor, where he needs the ashes, even in the case where he needs the ashes, he'll be uh, hayav to pay. So, the question is, we've got a case. You have a case where shor. Needs the ashes, a sure doesn't have a brain. So the Gibbon Rasis, Ammalle Ravya, Hawaii Maya Skina and Bishop Pikaya. Yeah, we're talking about a shaw that is smart. What do you mean he's smart? He got a bite on his back. So what does he want? He wants to burn the field. For what purpose? And he wants to roll in the ashes in order that it will heal the bite that he has on his back. So therefore you see over here what? You see indeed that the... Uh, Shor's case also is too, where he needs the ashes. Which means, how do you know that that's the covenant of the short? Sorry. Ask the question like this: Umena yadinan. How do you know that he's doing it for the ashes? Kiborasus, because you see the batad de kalyeh that after he burnt the field, coming gadar be kutma, he's rolling in the ashes. You see, he did it for the ashes. Umi ika kiay gavda. Do you have such a smart shor that knows what he's doing? Kiborasus yes in the ha because there was the story of an ox the hava bear of papa that was by the papa the hava chay le hinche that he had a problem with his uh gums. The gums of the teeth of the shore were bothering it. Ail So the shore went and opened up a kankan, a barrel of of, of beer, the and drank it. So you see he was a smart shore. He went and healed himself. So similarly over we could say the case of the Mishta's talking about where the Shore needs the ashes. So too the human being needs the ashes. So the Adrabah. The only time Mikkelkel will be Hayab is when it's constructed. We need the answers. You have no question from Al Mishnah against the B'Youhanan. Amru Rabbanan Kamedra Papa Mi Matsit Amart Shorod Dumyadide. Are you going to learn the Mishnah like that, that the case of the short is similar to the person, meaning just like the person who's doing it for the ashes, so to the short, is that how you're learning it? V'haketani, you'll have a problem with the next case. shibiyesh patur. If the short embarrassed somebody, somebody, he's going to be patur. V'hu shibiyesh, but if the man was mevayesh somebody, he's going to be hayad. So the Geburah says, Shoro dumya Give me a case over here that the short is similar to the man. Which I can understand that the man is somebody, he embarrassed somebody, the guy's to pay for Biyush. And you can tell me that the man now and the animal is similar to the man. Where is an animal capable of embarrassing? What does it mean the animal had kavanah to embarrass? How could you learn that case? So the Gibbara says, no. The case is talking about over here, where the man had kavanat to damage, and by the way, he embarrassed. And the law is, The law is, which means by a human being, if he has kavanah to damage, even though he didn't have kavanah to mibayesh, he's hayav on the biyush as well. Whereas an animal, the case is talking about kaven hazik Happened to be the guy got embarrassed by the shor. That wasn't the intention of the shor. The hadush is that the shor, the owner of the shor doesn't have to pay for embarrassment. So therefore the case, the second case of the Mishnah when it talks about biyush, is talking about that a person that was mitkaven hazik. Oh, mitkaven derech agav. He embarrassed the dean is what he has to pay. The owner, pay, the, the, the guy has to pay because when you mitkaven lazik, and by the way, he embarrassed, you have to pay for the embarrassment. Mashiken assured not that he was mitkaven to embarrass. Assured doesn't mitkaven to embarrass. He was mitkaven to damage, and by the way, he embarrassed. So the hadush al Mishnah is that he does not have to pay. The owner does not have to pay for the biyush. Comes the Gemara gives another answer, Rav Amar, uh, that really I could tell you, you have no question from our Mishnah against the Yochanan. Again, the Yochanan is the one that said that the only time you're going to be Chayav and Mikalkel if it is indeed constructive, which means you need the ashes. So the first answer the Gemara was yeah, That's the case of the Mishnah where the Adam uh, uh, burnt the field down because he needed the ashes, and the case of the Shor was also like that. Now the Gemara says, no, I can tell you, Maknitin. Bishogeg. A talking about where he burnt the field down, Bishogeg. Which means the man on Shabbat burnt the field down, Bishogig. And really, you're not Hayav Mitah in the case of Shogeg. Also, so if that's the case, why does the Mishnah say you don't have to pay? The only reason why Ahmed said you don't have to pay is because you have a severat kim debidarabamine. And when there's a death penalty, so you don't have to pay. But in this case, of Il Khawrah, if he did it Bisho why shouldn't he have to pay? because we found the opinion of the Haskiyah that says that any time there is a death penalty in the in the subject even though you didn't do it exactly in the way of a death penalty, so you are patur from paying. Where does he learn that from? It says in the Braita, I'm going to call you the Pasuk, It says a person damages an animal he has to pay, and then it says, And a person that kills a person, so he is put to death. So the Gemara says, the Gemara is juxtaposing a person that that is, and a person that is make adam. So give what I says. Make adam u make bema. What's the connection? Ma make bema. When a person damages an animal. Lo halakta ba You did not make a difference between shogeg le ben mezid. Ben met kaven, the anus met kaven. Ben derech yerida, whether you kill the animal with your hand going down or the derech aliyah, or you kill him with your hand going up, the potrom that you're not going to exempt him from money. Ital ha'yebom emamon. Doesn't matter how you damage the animal, he always ha'yav to pay. Similarly, after my Adam, so too for a person murders his friend. Lotach logbo ben mizid ben met kaven, l'she'enom met I'm sorry, ben shogeg le'mizid ben met kaven. Which means, similarly, no matter how, whenever a person kills a person, he's always going to be exempt from the monetary. Always going to be patur Even where there's no direct kimneh bedarabah mineh. Doesn't matter. Since, bottom line, in murder, it's shayach kimneh bedarabah mineh. In the case of mezid, once already in the perasha, it's Shayah death penalty. So no matter how a person murders, he's always going to be exempt. Even if he does not be shogek, and with in all these cases. So therefore, he does not have to pay because it's in the subject of kimneh bedarabah mineh. Oh, so therefore... That's Lava's answer. If I really want to say the case is talking about, really, you didn't do it for the um, for the ashes. And uh, the guy burnt the field down. But burning a field down Bishul gig, the way we're understanding it, is similar to a case where you don't need the ashes. Oh, and therefore what? The reason why you're not going to have to pay is because even though there is no death penalty per se, because you did it Bishul gig. Still doesn't matter. <coughs> Anytime there's a death penalty in the subject itself, so therefore there is a so kimnibidabamini and if doesn't court to Ravah's answer, he's coming on to say that even over here we're talking about a case where you burnt out the field Meshogeg, where there is no Hayuv Mita. Look at Nashi. Nashi says, Ravah amar Le'olam Matnitim, bedido kabele Le'afro, Really, I'll tell you the case to you don't need the issues. <inaudible> oh, so why are for then? you shouldn't be patur because there's no death penalty. No, it's not about whether an actual mita. So, it's not about even a shogeg, but the that even on a shogeg. There is no payment because it's, this, it's in the perasha of Kimna Medlameana if he would have done it, be mezid. And that's the way he learns the Mishnah. Amruder Abraham mi Can you explain the Mishnah that's talking about where he burnt the field beshogeg? The Mishnah's the reason why he doesn't have to pay is because he's judged with his life. And if you did it bishogeg, there's no uh, nidon ben avshal. Hachi kamar. That was what it means to say. Keband b'mezid nidon ben If he would, if he would burn the field down, b'mezid he would be hayab. The hechi d'amir, the kaba where he burnt the talit, where he needed the ashes. So then already it's hayab mitah. hashtag So to a bishogeg, where you did it bishogeg, even when you don't need the efer, Fatur is going to be fatur from pain because since it's in the Pirasha of Kim Nebed So that's the way Rabbi Enchusul Maaseh, the Gemara wants to conclude that according to everybody, the only time you're going to be Hayav on Mekalkel of Habura and Havara is only in a constructive manner. And there's two ways to answer why Al Mishnah says, indeed, you do not have to pay. Either because I was talking about where well, you needed the effort, so if you need the effort, so therefore you mita, and therefore kimne Or I could say the case even when you didn't need the effort, and it's a case where there's no death penalty because you did it Bishogeg, and still Rabbah holds that when you do it it is a kimne in that perasha as well. Comes the next mishnah and says shor shayar rodef achar shor Achir. Interesting case. You have an ox that's uh, running after a, another ox. Okay, a shor that's uh, chasing a, a short and the shore that was being chased got damaged. Now we don't know how he got damaged. Did he get damaged from the shore that was chasing it? Or maybe he got damaged in a different way. So the Nizak comes along and says, The owner of the shore says, Hey, your shore damaged my shore. The, uh, the other guy says, No, your shore fell and tripped on a rock wasn't my ox. My ox didn't do anything to it. So Gemara says, What's the deen? alav Which is, the rule is, the nizak cannot get payment. You want to take money out of me? Prove it to me. So the law is, alav He has to bring a proof. The burden of proof is on him. And until, until he can prove it, he gets nothing. Kimarach, Mishnah gives a second case. echad. Let's say you had two axes running after one, which means you have a sword of Reuven and a short of Shimon, and it's running after the sword of Levi. And what happened? The sword of Levi got damaged, but you don't know whose sword damaged it. Zeomer Shorchaizik, Vezehomer Each was blaming the other guy. It was your shore that did it. The other guy said, no, it was your shore that did it. Shenehem Peturim. Both of them are patur. Why? Because, again, you want to take money out of meat. Bring me your ayah that was my short. So it's the same principle of the Musimichaveroh. <laughs> but Hadush is, if let's say both of those oxes belong to the Uven, and it damaged Levi's ox, Shinehem Hayavim. So now both oxen are going to be Hayab manavshach Because one of the two definitely did the damages. And the Hadush Mishnah that when it says Shinehim Hayavim, is that he can get payment from both. Because we know, let's say, Hatsi Nezik Hatsi Nezik gets migufo. So let's say one of the animals is not enough to pay, so he can take from both animals. Now, Yemar Mishnah gives another case. Haya Echad Gadol Which means, let's say, one of the animals that were chasing, one was a big animal, one was a small animal, they were both tam. And Nizak Omer, so the Nizak comes along and says, Hizik. Hey, the bigger one is the one that did the damage. Of course, he wants to say that because he can get full payment, which means we know that Hatsinezik is only paid Megufo. So, therefore, the bigger animal has enough payment that he'll get the money for the, at uh, least Hatsinezik. But if it's the smaller one that damages, there's not enough money in the animal to get his payment. So the Nizak says, it was the big one that did the damaging. He said, no, it was the smaller one that did the damaging. And therefore, I'm going to pay you whatever that animal's worth, and the rest you lose. All the case is, a hard tam. Let's say one of the animals that was chasing was a tam, the hard mu'ad. Well, of course, Hanizak the made Then comes over and says it was the Mu'ad that damaged, because he wants to get full payment. He said, no, then he says it was the Tam that damaged. He only wants to pay Hatzinizik. Si Again, the rule in both those cases is You want to take money out of me? The burden of proof is on you. Now we give the next case to the Mishnah. Hayu Hanizakim Which means, let's say the animals that were Got damaged, they were two. Okay? So the damaged animals, one is a big one, one is a small one. mazikim and the animals that did the damaging shenayim, also two. gadol katan. So two animals damaged two animals. But we don't know. Who, 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 did what? The big to the big, the big to the small. Well, here we go again. And Isaac says, Gadol, Ezekiel to Gadol. The big one damaged the big one, again, so he can get more money out of the Gadol. The Katan to Katan, and the small one did the small one. The small one damaged the big one, therefore I'm only paying you as much as the Katan is worth. The Gadol to Katan. And the Gadol damaged the, uh, Katan. And therefore, the gadol damaged the uh, uh, katan. Right, and it's only, I'm only going to pay you the value of the katan. So again, the mazik is saying, no, the katan damaged the gadol. The katan damaged the gadol, exactly. And the gadol damaged the katan, exactly. And what it means is, and the nezik will take from the Katan. So comes again when says, Or, similarly, Let's say, one of the damaging oxes, one was a Tam, one was a Muad. And it damaged two oxen of the Nizak. And Nizak, the Muad damaged the workers once to get full payment. So he says, the Muad damaged my big one. The Tam damaged the small one. The Tam damaged the small one. No, my tam damaged your gadol, therefore you only get a Hachinezik from my tam. And the mu'ad damaged the katan, so I'll pay you for the katan. So again, all the Kam denominator is the mazik is saying he wants to pay less, and the zak is saying he have to pay more. In all these cases, the deen is, that wa that you're trying to take money out of me, the burden of proof is on you. So comes the Gemara now, and starts to make an analysis on our Mishnah. Amar Abba. zotomeret. We could learn from our Mishnah. The Mishnah is following the opinion of the Hakamim. Halukin Adav Haverav Al Sumchus. We have a famous shita of Sumchus throughout Shas. Sumchus' opinion is... That whenever, let's say, you have a short or a money, uh, one person says you're mean, one person doesn't say you do know, it's a different amount, and you have an argument and it's a makhlukit. So he has a rule like this: Mamon hamutal that if you have money that's in quandary, that's in sefik, you split the money. Now, Amishnah is not saying that. Amishnah says, You want to take money out of me? I'm sorry. You've got to bring the proof. The burden of proof is on you. But Sumchus holds no. Sumchus says, Anytime you have a machloket on money, Mamona mutad besefek Hulkin. So you see, our Mishnah is clearly not going like Sumchus. So the Gabara says, Cholkin, Alav, Chavirav, An Sumchus, De'amad, Mamona mutad besafeq, Which is in this case over here, where each guy is giving a claim, the Mazik and the Rizak, so you have to split the difference according to Sumchus. Amarabi Ababa Malabi Hayabar Abba Afilu Amar Did Sumchus say his law of Mamona Mutabisafek? Afilu Bari Ubari? Now what is Bari? Bari means Vadai, Bari means for sure, which is when a person comes into Baiti with a claim and he's certain of his claim, he's called a Bari. So the Gebarah says, did Sumchus say that when you have Mamona Mutal bisafik money that's in a quandary, that you split it up, is that even in the case of Bari Bari, where the claimant, when the one that's claiming is saying for sure you owe me the money, and the one that's getting claimed is saying for sure I don't, even in that case over there, is Sumchus going to say that you are dividing the money, because that's the case of Mishnah? where the Mazik and the Nizak both are claiming Bari. How do we know that? So, Amar Le'in, he says, yes, Amar Sumchus, Afilu Bari U Bari. Yes, Sumchus said his law of Mamonu Tabas, even where the Mazik and the Nizak, or the Tobaya and the Nidba, the claimer and the claimant, both are certain. Oh so therefore you see clearly Al Mishnah must not like be must not be like Sunkus because Al Mishnah is talking as we're gonna see now that both the Mazik and the Nizak are bari they are certain of their claims. So Deborah says, How do you know that Al Mishnah is talking about where both the Mazik and the Nizak are certain on their claims? And he says, I'll tell you why. Diktani The Loki. That's right, because the Nizak says, Your ox damaged my shore. And then the other guy says, No, that's not what happened. Your ox tripped on a rock. Now, from the fact that it's saying like that, it sounds like they both are certain on what they're saying. They're not saying, I don't know. Each one's claiming that this is definitely what happened. And still, what is the Mishnah saying? That the mazik does not have to pay it all. You bring me a proof. And Sunchus would be arguing on this Mishnah and say, Well, listen, it's we have a Safek over here. Therefore, we have to divide the damages. So our Mishnah, again, the Gemara's proving is a bari and a bari. Matkif papa, so the papa says bari u bari. the fact that the first case of the Mishnah, that's the case over there where he says, your ox damaged, the other guy says, no, your ox tripped on a rock. That's bari ubari. In the first case, if it's bari ubari, bari Sefa name bari ubari, must be the second case of the Mishnah also is bari, bari. because you want to learn the Mishnah is consistent. Ema Sefa, what is the Sefa case? Haya Echad Gadol V'Echad Katan, which means, let's say the oxen that we're chasing, one was big and one was small. They're both owned by the same guy. And they damaged, right? They damaged uh, uh, an ox of the uh, Nizak, Nizakomer <laughs> so gadolizik. nizak comes along and says, Hey, it was the big ox that did the damaging. Because he'll get more money. Because the big ox is worth more money. And therefore he gets Hatsinizik <laughs> He says, No, it was the Katan that did the damaging. Therefore he gets much less money. Or eha tam mu'ad. Or similarly, the Sefi case was the mazik has a tam and a mu'ad. Nizakomer mu'adizik. The Nizak says, hey, it was the mu'ad that did the damage." He wants to get full payment. The Vamazikomer loki elatamizik. And what's the deen of the Mishnah? ala Now, we make a diyuk from this. It sounds like they're both badi u bari. That's the way we're learning, because that's the way we learned today, the Mishnah. That they're both positively making their claims. Now, we make a, 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 a diyuk. Hamutzi mechaveru ala Hey, Mr. Nizak, you want to take more money out of me? You bring a proof. So the Gebaraz says, Ha lo mighty ra'ayah, but if he doesn't bring a ra'ayah, Shakil kida amar mazik. So it sounds like he can only get what the mazik was offering to pay, the smaller amount of money. So the Gebaraz says, if you're going to learn the case like that, that it's talking about where both of them are certain, they're both badis. It'll serve a question against the opinion of Rababa al What is that opinion? We didn't learn that opinion yet. We're going to say it now. The Amar, we have a big khitim. A guy comes along and says to his friend, You owe me wheat. The guy says, I don't owe you wheat. I only owe you barley. The guy's paturi doesn't even have to pay. He doesn't have to pay anything. Because, hey, you were claiming wheat. You didn't claim I owe your barley. So it's like you're saying, I only owe you wheat. It's like you're saying wheat, and you don't owe me Bali. So when I come along and say, I owe you Bali, it's like you're saying, I'm Muhaili on the Bali. Uh, you don't owe me Bali. Oh, so that's the Baba Natazdi. When a guy comes and says, owe me wheat, and it's not only Bali, you pay nothing. Oh, now Al is saying over here, I'm certain that it was the Mu'ad that damaged. And the other guy saying, I'm certain that what it was the Tam that damaged. And from Al Mishnah, it's Mashma Hamutsi Mahaviroa ala Avalaya. And until he brings it, ayah, he only gets paid the smaller amount. So that's going against Rabbah Natan, Because according to Rabbah Natan, you're claiming A and he's claiming B. The Chaurah, he should not have to pay anything. So again, if you can going to learn the Sefa, that's talking about a case of Bariu, but if they're both certain, you have another problem. It goes against Rabbah Natan's deen. The deen of Rabbah Natan again is, when one guy claims you owe me wheat, he says, I don't owe you wheat. I owe you barley. He doesn't have to pay anything. He doesn't even have to pay barley. Similarly over here. You, you're claiming what? It was the Mu'ad that damaged. I'm saying it was not the Mu'ad, it was the Tam that damaged. You shouldn't have to pay anything. How mishnah it's mashma? No, you just pay the smaller amount. Ah, oh, so the says, "Ela must be the case of Al-Mishnah. It's talking about Bari v'Shemah. It's talking about, about when they were not both certain. One was a Bari, one was certain, and one was a Shimma. Now the Gemara is going to explain the kaamar bari man, the kaamar shema man. Who's the bari and who's the shema? Who's the certain guy and who's the guy that's in tzafek? Inema the kaamar nizak bari, which is if the nizak says I am sure it was the muad that damaged the kaamar mazik shema, and the mazik is saying, well, I don't know. I'm not. uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was the uh, muad or not. Oh, Akati, even if you learn the case like that, it's still a problem. <laughs> because Rabah says that the one that's getting claimed is patur from paying even what he says. And therefore, Amish Taz He has to pay. Which means, in this case, where the Nizaka is saying, for sure it's the Mu'ad. And he's saying, I'm not trying, I don't know if it was the Mu'ad. In that case, also, where he's not admitting, he doesn't have to pay. So, how much that would be a problem, even in that case? Oh. So, must be the case of the Mishnah, where the Nizak is saying, I'm not sure which one of the oxen did the damaging. Was it the Tamar or what? The Mazik Bari. Oh, and the Mazik is telling you, I'm telling you for sure, it was the Bari. Oh, so he's clearly saying, that he knows exactly that it was the smaller one or the tan that did the damaging, and therefore it's not a question according to Rabbah Bar Natan, because over here the guy's not claiming a, a claim, and therefore of course he's going to hayav uh, to pay uh, to pay. Which means if the if the, if the guy that's claiming is not certain, and the guy that's getting claimed is certain, even Rabbah Bar will agree. So he's got to pay. He's got to pay according to what he's saying, at least. Which means again, according to the Gemara, at this point, all the Gemara, by throwing in a Baba Natan wanted to adjust the Mishnah that the case is in the Sefa that the Nizak is the Shemmah. What is Shemmah? I don't know which one of my years uh, Shivarim did the damaging. The Kamar Mazig Bari. And it's Barur. it's obviously Tri Mazik. That what? That it was the cheaper show that did the damaging. Also, what, ch- and what are we saying in that case over there? So, I'm Hey, listen. You want me to pay uh, uh, more? You bring the proof. But until you bring the proof, at least pay me uh, pay me my claim. Now that's not a question the Nathan. Because over here, the guy that's having the claim, which is the Nizak, he doesn't have a, a clear claim. He doesn't even always claim. He's Misupak. And therefore... The netba, meaning the mazik over here has to pay according to what he's saying. He's, okay, you're, you're saying, but you, you're saying for sure you know what it is. Okay, so pay at least uh, that. Good, so at least that's not a question according to Rabbi Banatan. Oh, but now we go back. nizak umazik bari. Once already I proved to you that in the sefa the nizak is a sheme. I don't know, and the bazik is a bari. Oh, go back to the deshaa is talking about where, the, where he's coming along and saying that what your ox damaged me. He's saying no, your ox fell on a rock. I'll tell you the same thing. Rishanamay nizak sheme. The is saying maybe your ox damaged. bari. Oh, and this is the case of a bari and a sheme, and what the amar afidu beha, which means are you telling me over here that even in the case where the guys claim is sheme, and the nitba, and the one that's getting claimed is bari. You're going to tell me over here the that what that are you coming to tell me that al mishnah we need a mishnah to come and tell me that hakamim argue and motzima which means in this case over it's Pashut that the nitba. The mazik is patur. Even Sumkos will agree. Again, because even the guy who's claiming is not sure. In this case, Sumkos is not going to argue. Which is, again, Sumkos holds you a mamon that's in sefik, you split. But that's in a case where everybody's saying a, a vadai claimer, bari u bari. Or if the claimer is a bari and the, and, the, and the mazik is a shema. But in the case where the guy wise has the claims himself is a shema. Even Sumchus will agree on Mosimah Haveru ala Baraya. So, therefore, why did you tell me that our Mishnah is not agreeing with Sumchus? Sumchus will agree in this case of the Mishnah. Since the guy has to claim himself as Supak. He's not going to say to split it, even he'll agree to that. So the says, no, no, Sefa. In the last case of Neshtar, one was a Mo'arim, one was a Tam, or one was a big one, one was a small one, Nizak Shimeh. The case is talking about, you're right, the Nizak was a Sheme and the Mazik was a Bari. Like we learned. Oh, but the Shah, the first case... The case is where the Nizak is a Bari and the Mazik is a shem. It's two different cases. And since in the reshah the Nizak is a Bari, so therefore Sumquz is going to say, You're a Bari, mamona mutal and therefore Cholkin. And the Kherim will argue and say, No, in that case I'm going to So therefore, you're right, don't learn just because you learned the Sefa one way, does not mean that the Resha is the exact same case. The seifa, I can tell you, the nizak was a uh uh, uh a shemme. However, the rishon, I'll tell you, the nizak was a bari. And the is even in that case, the hakhamim hold that motzi machaveroh alav No, It doesn't matter. You you vaday. I'm sorry. You gotta bring it ayah. And the hadush of sunkos is what? No, in that case over here, you argue says cholkin. But the guy says v'halo damya How do you do that? You're right, you're learning that Resha is a bari veshema, and the Sefa is a bari veshema, but different bari v'shemahs. So the Gemara says, it's the same concept therefore you could switch it around in one case the Nizak is the Bari in one case the, uh, uh, the Nizak is the Shem however Bari U Bari and Shema U Bari but to learn the Mishnah that the Resha is Bari U Bari and the Sefa is Shema Bari that would be two different concepts which is we don't have a problem to learn the Reshah is Bari and Shema and the Sefa is Shema U Bari meaning one time the mezde nizak is a bari, and one time the nizak is a shema, because bari and shema is the same concepts. You flipped it around. The Resha is talking about where the, the the nizak is a bari. I'm sorry, where the nizak is a shema. Okay, and then the sefer is talking about where the nizak and, 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 and the sefer is talking about where the nizak is a bari. Yeah, that's what most cases bari Shema. Therefore, it's not a problem. Therefore, the hadush again about mishnah is that. Our Mishnah is not following the Shita of Sumchus. But our Mishnah is not following Sumchus because Sumchus will say that Mamona Mutab Sefik Hulkin. Where our Mishnah says, I mutzima. Again, the Gebra tried to say above that if the Sefa was talking about that the Nizak is a Shemmeh. And the mazik is a bari The resha must be talking about That same case That the nizak is a shemmeh And the mazik is a bari Now again Even some people say If the guy who's claiming is a shemmeh you know, He'll agree Of course I don't have to give what I says No Really I'll tell you That the sefa is talking about Where the nizak is a shemmeh And the mazik is a bari and the Rishah, by the case of the shod that chased another shod, the Nizak is a bari, he's saying, for sure, your are sure did the damaging, the Mazik is a shame, and that, the Chedushul Mishnah is, Amutsi Mahaviru ala Baraya, not like some I would say, Yachloku, Kamsi Gmanazaz, Goufama, Rababarnatam, going back to what we learned earlier, Ta'ano chitin, the guy says, you owe me chitin, Ve'odalo besorin, and he said, No, I only owe you barley, Patut, he doesn't have to pay anything, the guy does pay anything at all. My kamash Malan. when what are you teaching me? Tanina, it's a mishnah in the message of Shavuot. Te'anoh chitin. Ve'odala b'Saorin patur. It's b'firush mishnah. Now, imeha ta'ma v'amina patur meddeme chitin v'chaya b'demeh seorin. I would have told from that mishnah that he's patur from chitin but he has to pay seorin. Kamash the de patur de gammeh. So rabar kamadabiz, no, he's patur from paying at all. You're claiming me chitin. I'm saying seorin, I don't have to pay anything let's say the, the the animals that got damaged were two animals katan. okay which means let's say you had two oxen one was a gadol one was a katan and it damaged the gadol and the katan so the nizak comes along and says the gadol damaged the gadol and the katan damaged the katan and the bazik comes along and says no the uh, gadol damaged the uh, katan, and the katan damaged the gadol. He obviously wants to pay less. So the guy says, "I'm ayah." You want to take money out of me? You got to bring a, a proof. They give us Oh, if he didn't bring it, ayah after nizak cannot bring it, ayah mazik. So he pays the small amount that the mazik said. What do you mean? According to Rabbi Hanan, amai hettiin usulininu. He's claiming Haiteen And the Mazik is claiming Sa'urin. The Chara, according to the you don't have to pay anything. Here, he's claiming one thing, and he's claiming the other thing. And here, was the Mishnah saying what? You have to pay the smaller amount. So the Gemara says, Ra'ui Litol tol ve'en lo. Which means, all the Mishnah is saying is, that the Nizak is ra'ui to take, if, bring if he brings Adin. Which if he brings a to his claim, he takes. Ve'en lo. But he doesn't have anything at all until he brings witnesses. So therefore you learnt the Mishnah uh, wrong, which means, really I'll tell you that the yoke the, the of the Mishnah is as follows. That Ra'u'i That means the Nizak is ra'u'i to take if he brings edim to his claim. The end, but the nizak has nothing, even from the katan, if he doesn't bring. So it's exactly like the case of Hatim and Sa'urim. So Rabba Bar Natan is fine with Amishnah. The Hatanya, but what do you mean? We learned in the Braita. How is it mishtanem nagadov, We mean in this case, it says the nizak. He'll get at least paid the smaller amount, as if the katan damaged the gadol gadol, took the katan. So that means even though his claim was. For one, and the nizak claim was something else, so that he, he takes a smaller amount. That's against the Baba Nathan. the, is the Tafas. The case is took, well, He took it already. If he took it, then the beti is not going to make him give it back. But in the Katanahila, he cannot take it, which is in But the he cannot take it, which means if he's claiming and the other guy's claiming serudim, he gets nothing. Now, if he took Se'onin, uh, then we're not going to take it away from him. Tonight, we ask another question. Hayah, Echad, Tam, Echad, Muad. One was a Tam, and one was a Muad. Okay, and they damage. And Nizakom um, made the same story. The Nizak comes along and says, Mu'adizik et a Gadol, the Tam itan. He says the Mu'ad damage the big one because he wants to get full payment. And the Tamita Katan. And the Mazik says the opposite. Gadol, um, it on, so the deen is what? You want to take more money out of me? You bring the proof. Geburaz makes it the yuk. Hallo might. But if the Nizak cannot bring a proof, shakil ki the Kamar Mazik. So he, he has to pay the smaller so it's so it's also so the mazik pays the smaller amount. Oh what do you mean? It's the same case as Chattin and Which means the Nizak is claiming Chattin The Mazik is claiming Sa'urin So what's the Deen? It's mashma. Unless you can bring a proof You're not going to get Chattin But what are you going to get? You'll get seodin. Also that's a question on the B Rabbah So comes the Gibran Answers Now told, If he brings witnesses The Nizak He gets the full amount The though, But if he doesn't bring witnesses In the khanami, He won't get anything what do you mean? That? But the brightness is he does get paid at least a smaller amount. The case is talking about where he actually took it. If he took it, then Betim will not make him give it back. But if he's claiming a higher amount, and the other guy's claiming, no. So you didn't claim me what I'm saying. I don't have to pay anything. You claim me hatim. I said You didn't say sa'urim. So it's like you're being me. Oh, you're right. But if the guy was too fast to the sell it, then Betty will not take it from him. amen yeah. amen